Online sports betting with Iowa's preferred sports book, Elite Sportsbook, is here. Active Resort Club members can log in, fund your account, and place your bets at elitesportsbook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, all in the state of Iowa. Hello and welcome to the Lostradamus Odds Pod for week five. Week five. I'm Michael Oss, sports columnist at the Cedar Rapids Gazette, and with me as always is Cedar Rapids comedian Tim Sullivan. Nathan Ford is our producer, and we're sponsored by the state's three elite resort casinos and EliteSportsBook.com, so thanks to them. This week is what I guess you would use cliche-wise as the calm before the storm. Iowa's... They wouldn't say it, but I'll say it. They're easing back into play this week with Middle Tennessee, a game I don't think too many people are fearing around here. Well, we'll talk about that game a little later, but first we're going to do something a little different, look ahead. Uh, Tim, you suggested this earlier in the week. I wasn't aware, but Elite Sportsbook has lines for all the remaining Iowa and Iowa State games, which is kind of different and kind of fun, really, if you look at it. So what we're going to do is... Uh, I'll give you those lines real quick, what they are as of Thursday afternoon, and then we'll uh, talk about them and and say which of the ones jump out the best, jump out the most to us, the ones we like best right now. So for Iowa, I'll I'll do those first. Next week, Iowa is at Michigan. Michigan's favored by three and a half. And then Iowa by two at home over Penn State, by nine at home over Purdue, and by seven at Northwestern. Wisconsin's six-and-a-half-point favorite over Iowa in Madison. Then Iowa's favored by seven-and-a-half at home over Minnesota and 14-and-a-half at home over Illinois. And finally, Nebraska's a three-point pick over the Hawkeyes at Lincoln. What of those eight games ahead do you say to yourself, I like that? I, out of those ones, I, uh, I definitely like the Iowa um, line against Northwestern. It's uh, just a touchdown. So... Uh, I think Iowa has a pretty good chance at that one. By the way, I should mention right now, just for anybody listening, I have kidney stones, so drink water if you're drinking out there. Um, And I'm trying to take the over-under on passing this thing before the (laughs) podcast is over with. (laughs) You know, people out there drinking water is not going to help you. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to prevent them from being in the same situation right now. So if I sound a little out of it, that's uh, what's going on with me today. But, yeah, I like that Iowa-Northwestern line at 7. I mean, Northwestern hasn't really impressed me this year, and for some reason I feel like Iowa plays Northwestern a lot better at Northwestern than they seem to do at home. What I think is pretty cool about this is that you can uh, pick between, you know, some of these games and uh, parlay them up. Let's say you pick 12 of them and uh, put 10 bucks on. That's $9,000 if you're able to get it right, you know, and, and uh I think most people around here are more familiar with Iowa and Iowa State and how they play than, you know, trying to pick some of these odd and peculiar games and, and hoping that you're right. So I'm, I've been making numerous uh, bets of these over the season. And, um, I mean, I actually got some 12-team parlays uh, between Iowa and Iowa State's games. And, uh, I mean, I got the uh, Michigan's, Michigan Michigan uh, is favored plus uh, 16.5 points when I uh, put it in the parlay. And right now, um, the Michigan-Iowa game is uh, Michigan um, 
Michigan by uh, three and a half points. It was 16 and a half. Yeah, 16 wow. and a half uh, in favor of Michigan. Um, wow. I, can you imagine if, if people had a chance to go back in time, how many would have leaped on that? <laughs> yeah, I know. So I was able to get a few of those. Uh, well, uh, but, but that means that people have been betting and betting and betting on that game to <laughs> knock a, a game down 13 points. I, I guess so. So it's it was pretty And that's what I'm saying. What it's, percentage of that do you put on Michigan and what percentage on Iowa? Uh, for influencing that. I would yeah. say it's about 90% yeah. the way Michigan's yeah, played. Yeah, I think that had definitely has to be uh, 90% of the way Michigan has played. And so that line has just continually gone down over the weeks. You know, I I got it again at 7.5 um, or so, and Michigan was, and like I said, now they're at 3.5. So, oh. um, but And then there were some other ones, uh, too, like that. Um, and right now I also think that uh, the Nebraska is favored uh, by three against Iowa. That's one of the last games on the – on the season so um is that been pretty close to what it's been yeah it's been staying pretty pretty steady um at three and in favor of nebraska what about wisconsin is is that gone up since the badger started so well that has gone up it was uh i think to start the season uh, wisconsin was favored by three Mm. and now it's uh, a 6.5 so um that one has also gone up i think it went up to four after the first week or so 4.5 and then now now it's 6.5 so mm-hmm. um and you know depending on things fall out that may if wisconsin continues you know shuts out northwestern this week or whatever then you know that line may go up even more so um 6.5 maybe uh, you know it's just interesting to flip through these every week and why not add another parlay onto the season once the season's over you might you know cash out for a decent amount so mm-hmm. Well, uh, so in our, do you have some of these that are live that you've got a few wins already in the bank? Yeah, I do. I got the, I think I picked the Rutgers. Um, I had, uh, um, Iowa State's last week, uh, against ULM. Um, so they yeah, covered that pretty well. Yeah, they covered that <laughs> pretty good. So yeah, I, um, there's, uh, I was, uh, I, I had the Miami of Ohio game on one of them, but, uh, I was, kind of nervous uh last week but i the good thing was is the iowa iowa state game i actually you know they i think uh, at, right before the game that was 2.5 was the line the iowa iowa state game i was able to get that with iowa state uh plus two at one point um and then a couple other ones i got with iowa uh by one so there's a uh, i've made several of these parlays throughout the season as each week goes i make i make them again so you're trying to you're trying to clean them out down there. yeah I'm trying nine thousand to, to throw huh <laughs> i know on the i well i'm not doing 10 bucks every but you can do one dollar if you want you know oh. so uh you don't have to do 10 bucks every time see that's that those are the people that i'm trying to appeal to the one dollar <laughs> honestly that's me i'm just throwing the 10 bucks out there to give you an example but uh, yeah you do the one buck you get the 900 dollars. so you can't hardly accuse me of uh, of uh, feeding gambling problems if I'm encouraging people to f- make dollar bets well, <laughs> unless they're you know school kids yeah it's like uh, the comedian that uh, we like her is Norm Macdonald he had the joke about uh, you know they say gambling is a disease but it's the only disease that you can make money at so. <laughs> um, you know we shouldn't laugh at that but it, but it, he is a comedian and it yeah, was a joke right right okay. exactly. And uh, and he also uh, probably is, relates to himself because he he uh, Norm Macdonald uh, is uh, he knows more about this stuff than uh, you and I put together times right, twenty right exactly <laughs> and uh, so I mean but uh, I was with these parlays though like I said uh, it puts it automatically though if you 
you do it, it um, it puts you into a progressive parlay. So you can't win as much as you would win on a regular parlay, which, by the way, I tried to make a $2 bet on uh, a couple weeks ago on several of these games, n- not the Iowa State games, so several uh, teams that were not favored. I picked about uh, seven of them or 10 of them, I think, and uh, the payout would have been uh, uh, $14 billion, so uh, it wouldn't hmm. let me go through with that bet. <laughs> oh, well, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, that was on a $2. That could, you know what? That that could have changed your life. <laughs> I know, right? I, I mean, heck, this $900 I'm betting with the $1 might change my life. But, uh, um, uh, so, but it puts you automatically into a progressive parlay. So if you what does that mean? I that don't... means that you, uh, for instance, if anywhere from 10 to 12 games, you could lose as many as three games and still win um, the parlay. You just wouldn't win as much as wow. you possibly could win. Hmm. And um, then from... Uh, let's say nine to seven games, you can lose something like two to one games or something like that. So depend the more teams you bet, the more games you mm-hmm. can lose and still make money. Um, so it's a, it's pretty interesting. So yeah. So even if you, if some of these parlays you messed up and, and didn't get right, you're still alive for the season going forward um, based well, on that. Well, uh, the numbers always stump me no matter if they're future, present or even yeah. past, but the one I like best for Iowa is by two against Penn State. I'm just not sold on Penn State. Uh, I think that Penn State's going to come to Iowa and have a real hard time winning that game. So Definitely, uh, I, I see that. Especially if Iowa weren't able to get past uh, Michigan, you know they're going to be pretty inspired coming out the either next way, week. Yeah, you know? Either way. I mean, if they beat Michigan, they're flying high, and, yep. they're, and they've got some serious, you know, yeah, that's goals that can be reached. Yep, and it'll be night game, and they'll probably be wearing those uh, new gold uniforms. Yeah, t- so. I mean that's just all that two points basically yeah. is you know barring an eighteen to seventeen <laughs> yeah. game again. If they win, yeah. you win. Yeah, and so uh, you think Iowa would be uh, favored in that one, but Penn State is right now. So that's that's name that's name brand recognition. Yeah. I think that's what that is. Yeah, uh, Penn State's got a game at Maryland Saturday. And I, you know, I think Penn State will have a hard enough time winning that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had a tough time against Pittsburgh uh, last week, and but uh, you know, I mean, I know Pittsburgh is pretty inspired about that game to going into it. But yeah, I mean, we're going to find out a little bit more about Penn State after this Maryland game. And yeah. uh, like you said, you may want to get in on that line because you know Penn State could walk out of that Maryland game with a loss, and uh, next thing you know, that line's uh, in favor of Iowa mm-hmm. uh, by a few points. So. Uh, that may be a good one to jump in on early. Real quick, we'll do Iowa State's while uh, we're doing this. Iowa State is favored in the next four games, five games counting Saturday against Baylor. Yeah. Uh, slight favorite in most of these. I find this very interesting. Iowa State, all of a sudden, <laughs> is a program that is favored to win seven of its big nine, or excuse me, big 12 games. Uh that's different. Yeah. <laughs> that is that's that's uncharted waters over there. Uh, the numbers for the future games. We'll talk about the Baylor game in a bit. Iowa State by four and a half at home against TCU. By six and a half at West Virginia. By three at Texas Tech. By three at home against Oklahoma State. Then there's sixteen and a half point underdogs at Oklahoma. Three point underdog at home against Texas. Favored by twenty and a half points at home against Kansas and favored by four and a half on November 30th 
at Kansas State? Does any of those eight games strike you? Well, I mean, it's hard to tell exactly what the Big 12 is because sometimes some of those teams will look bad one week and come out and beat somebody they probably shouldn't the next week. I mean, um, so I'm kind of having a hard time picking some of the lines. I've been, but in these parlays, when I've been doing them, I have been actually picking Iowa State in most of these. Uh, it's rare that I don't pick Iowa State in most of these uh, games when I'm putting the parlays together. The. Um, for some reason, I don't know why, but I'm, I'm the one maybe shouldn't stick out to me that does is I'm, I'm I like the Iowa State Oklahoma um, one that's 16.5. I feel like that might be the best defense Oklahoma sees all year, and um, and uh, maybe the toughest game Oklahoma has the rest of the year. Iowa State might be pretty inspired going into that game, um, so I could see them being a little closer than 16.5. Um, in that game uh, that kind of stands out um, and then it's hard not to take the 20.5 against Kansas um, yeah that's late in the season yeah. maybe Kansas will be worn well, down yeah, by then exactly so mm-hmm. I could see that um, so I I uh, I'm struck I'm struck by this that they're they're favored at West Virginia by six and a half that they're favored by three points at Texas Tech. And you know what? I think Iowa State's a really good team. I do. And I think that that's going to be borne out by the time the season's over. But it's I'm just saying it's surprising to see them favored in these road games, you know, yeah. against teams that you figure are, I don't know about West Virginia, but you look at a Texas <laughs> Tech or, a, you know, yeah. an Oklahoma State. Yeah. You say to yourself, those are bowl teams. Yeah. Uh, not, nothing – there really leaps out at me, but I think I think I would go with the four and a half at home against TCU. I just don't think TCU is anything special this year. Yeah, yeah, the, I I I can see that. I mean, they had, it seemed like they had, they lost that SMU game, and they they did they walloped Purdue, but uh, Purdue had quarterback issues. Yeah, so I was gonna say that was their most impressive victory. Yeah, and, and I don't know. You know, so, how impressed we can be with that you know, yet. So, yeah, that, it, this is interesting. So, that's the future. We'll get to the present after this short break. It's football season. Place your bets with Iowa's preferred sportsbook, EliteSportsbook.com. Resort club members, log in now and place your bets at EliteSportsbook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a resort club member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. We're back, and it's time to talk about Saturday. Middle Tennessee's at Iowa. Iowa is favored by 24 points as of Thursday at EliteSportsBook.com. Middle Tennessee is coming off one-sided loss to Duke at home. And before that, they lost 40-21 to at Michigan, which, you know, probably would have been right in line with most expectations. It's uh, It's been a good team the last several years, but it's not a Big Ten team. Yeah, well, I think the most interesting thing was those stats you posted last week about the Middle Tennessee Duke game, you know, with uh, Duke blowing them out, and then what? Well, what do you say they completed? What is it? 
30 of 33 pass or something like that against Middle Tennessee State? Yeah, it was just easy for him, and that surprised me. That game was at Middle Tennessee, and Duke is, Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't think Duke's as good as they had been in the last handful of years or whatever, so I think that was a pretty good sign that, uh, I mean, you never, like you said, you never want to overlook any team, but uh, if there was a chance to, I think this would be a good one. Yeah, I think so. I mean, this is, I mean, I've been saying this all week. Middle Tennessee is, is not a joke. Been to bowl games four years in a row. They won their division last year in Conference USA. They have beaten Power 5 teams on occasion, but only when those teams weren't good. And, I mean, this four, four or five games into the season, you know, you uh, have to think one, those teams also get beaten up and worn down. So some of their players are probably not at full speed or are even out at this point. Uh, when you play a Big Ten team, they're going to have a lot more depth going into it. Um, I liked the line when it was at 21, 24. It's kind of interesting. Uh, you, then you got to think, well, you got to win 25 points. But I don't, I, I don't put that out of the realm. I mean, I'm, I, I pick Iowa to cover that 24. I mean, you could start adding a few more points on, I guess, and I'm really starting to question whether they can get that far just because I don't know how much offense Iowa's going to want to put out there. But mm-hmm. if they're able to run the ball pretty well, you know, that they may just run for a couple of long runs that could start to stack up points on Middle Tennessee. Yeah, I, I two things here that to me don't bode well for a competitive game. Middle Tennessee's rushing defense hasn't been very good. And the rushing game hasn't done anything. Yeah. I mean, they're, the the top rusher in all three of their games is their quarterback, oh, and dang. I don't think that's exactly what what they want. No, <laughs> I don't think you want any team would really want that. No, and so they were statistically dominated by Michigan and Duke. Uh, the Michigan game was forty to fourteen, and Middle Tennessee scored in the I think with a minute and change oh, okay. to make the score look better than it Yeah, so they covered the spread in that game yeah, against Michigan. right. So. Uh, the Duke thing, I don't know if it was an aberration or what, but Duke just came out and just, you know, <laughs> threw the ball around, completed everything, and just went up and down the field, which uh, that's, I mean, if, if Duke can have its way with that team, Iowa's going to have its way with that. And I think yeah. Iowa, I think Iowa scores 40-plus. Uh, I'm picking 42 to 14 myself, and that's not covering by much. Yeah. But I just think that uh, this is simply class will tell, just like in the Miami-Ohio game that started the season. You might get pushed for a quarter or two. You might, but you shouldn't get pushed for three or four. Do you think we see uh, two different backup quarterbacks get in for Iowa in that game? Uh, you might see one. You're not going to see two. Uh, that's I don't remember the last time Iowa played three quarterbacks in a game. Well, they got uh, Maryland. I think uh, both uh, Petrus and uh, um, Manziel both got in at least for a play or two. Uh, Miami? No, Maryland. When we played. Maryland oh, Rutgers. Last year. No, last year. Oh, last Maryland. year. Yeah, last oh, year okay. Well, see, you're talking about <laughs> ancient history. Uh. No, I mean, this is one of those games where they're talking about Iowa's running back by committee. Well, I think that everybody on the committee will have plenty to do in this game. Yeah, and it may just be pretty much standard run the thing and, mm-hmm. and try not to show too much uh, 
for Michigan. Yeah, I mean, if you can have 12 play, 75 yard drives with 10 running plays and uh, tuck some of your other stuff into the, you know, the back for next week in Michigan, I think you're certainly going to do that. Yeah. So we both pick Iowa to cover the 24 this week then. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, agreement. When we come back, we will get to Iowa State and a couple other Big Ten, or excuse me, yeah, a couple other Big Ten games. Looking for the perfect spot to watch the game? Place your sports bet and get a great burger and brew? Visit the Elite Sportsbook at Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa. Or Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa. Or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. For Iowa's preferred sportsbook, check out EliteSportsbook.com. Okay, we're back. And in this segment, we will pick a few games and our locks of the week. Iowa State at Baylor. Cyclones by three. Baylor is 3-0. Crushed Stephen F. Austin in Texas San Antonio. Won 21-13 against a weak Rice team, but it was 21-3 at halftime. Iowa State's covered two weeks in a row. Uh, Baylor's 1-2 against the spread. Iowa State's got two straight 10-point wins against Baylor. Yada, yada, yada. Who've you got? <laughs> I'm uh, going with Iowa State in this one. I think they did what they needed to do last week and beat up somebody. Um, they just needed to get a blowout going and feel good about themselves. Uh, now they have – this is going to be a pretty competitive game, I feel, and I could see it kind of swinging back and forth uh, for a little while. Um, but uh, in the end, I'm, I'm picking Iowa State to cover that spread. I am too. I'm not entirely sure why. I, uh, this is a big game. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it's late September and it's the first game of the conference season, but to me it's almost like a conference elimination game. That's what I feel. I feel, uh, you know, everybody for Iowa State looks at Texas and, uh, you know, Oklahoma, but uh, I feel aside from those two, obviously you want to win those games, but uh, this is the one I feel Iowa State has to win if they want to have a chance, you know, to get to the Big 12 championship. This is This is one of the key games on their season that they definitely need to win. This is their first road game. You know, it's going to be hot down there. Uh, you know, Baylor's certainly going to have motivation. Baylor's got a good quarterback. It's a tough game. It's a yeah. tough game, but I'm still picking Iowa State because I just think they're a better team. Uh, it, last year when they played in Ames, it was a weird game. Baylor had 500 yards plus and only got 14 points. <laughs> But when it was time to make plays, Iowa State's defense made plays. So maybe we'll see another version of that yeah. Saturday down there. I uh, Baylor's got a good defense, but they've played three tomato cans. Yeah. And I mean, Stephen F. Austin, yeah. you know, don't count well, that. And, I mean, yeah, they're, they're stepping up in competition against Iowa State, and I think they're, they'll be pretty competitive with them. But um, in the end, they're going to realize that, you know, you're – you're not playing Stephen F. Austin and Rice. And um, I think, you know, once you play somebody tougher like that initially, uh, it, it tends to favor the team that's already played somebody tougher. We talked about Iowa State's schedule, but I mean, boy. Okay, at Baylor, TCU, at West Virginia, at Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, yeah. at Oklahoma, Texas, all in a row. <laughs> that's, you know, that's 
Yeah, like it's tough duty to be good every week, so yeah. you got to get the first yeah, one. Yeah, definitely. That's why I'm saying this is a important one because I could see them, you know, going into West Virginia and struggling or something. So that's why I feel like you can't afford to drop too many, and I, you got to come out fired up starting the Big Twelve season. So. Did you watch any other game last week? Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, it seemed like it was slow at first, but wow, they were put it on. So yeah, um, they have to be impressed with a lot of the things that they did. And that's kind of how I felt that they were going to do last week. They just needed to beat up somebody in that ULM team. Like we were talking about, wasn't a terrible team. So, right. so, uh, but that was amazing. I mean, I don't care who you're playing. You turn the ball <laughs> over your first two possessions and you still score 72 <laughs> points. It's almost mathematically impossible. Yeah. yeah. I think so so yeah that was uh, uh that's exactly what they needed to do and so it's doing exactly what they needed to do it shows you that team's still pretty focused on on uh what they want to accomplish this year and yeah so we're going to find out a lot about them going into this Baylor game what 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 they really have Minnesota at Purdue Minnesota's a one-point pick the Gophers are three and oh but they've been dancing on the edge every single game they all three games went to the wire they won one of them in double overtime late on a Saturday night in Fresno. Uh, and they're 0-2-1 against the spread. So they've been good to themselves, but not to the people who've bet on them. Uh, Purdue got socked at home by TCU in its last game. And uh, its quarterback, Sindelar, has been in concussion protocol the last two weeks. He may not play this week. What do you think? Well, yeah, I guess I wasn't... Uh... I didn't hear the news about Sindelar. So, I, you know, I like teams that sometimes are able just to find a way to win. You know, it seems like they continue to find ways to win. Um, but uh, the fact that it's at Purdue and Purdue having uh, lost last week, I think they they still have a lot to play for this year. And this is one of those games that Purdue's going to need to win if they really don't want to have a pathetic season. So, you know, when you're living on the edge, like you said, eventually uh, that – edge gets a little closer and you start to fall off i uh i think purdue could could pull off this victory i am interested in this game to a degree just because minnesota's been a weird wacky team so far yeah purdue's got to be disappointed i mean that tcu thing was a mess and uh and they lost at nevada to start the season so they lose this game and it could be one of those you know after a couple of real nice years under yeah. brome it could be like okay this is a step back, but I'm going with the home team. Uh, I just, I almost hope I'm wrong. I, th yeah. I, I would like to see Minnesota yeah, keep, keep winning and yeah. winning, and I'd like to see yeah, Minnesota exactly. be, what, 9-0 and when it got to Iowa? I think that would be amazing. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that. That would be pretty But it's asking for a lot. <laughs> I'm going to, with great hesitation, take Purdue and the point. Yeah. Maybe Minnesota wins by one and – Nobody gets hurt. It was a pick yesterday, I think. And now it's uh, to a point. So, um, yeah, it's I. You know, like you said, I think just the home field. It's I think they're two pretty similar teams. But yeah, like you said, it'd be interesting to see Minnesota just pull off a yeah. one point victory. And you know, sometimes teams that win these games on the edge. It's, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. If Minnesota is able to win this game, uh, you know, that that's – you could see them start to have something similar like uh, Northwestern did last year. I mm -hmm. mean, they weren't an overly impressive team, but they uh, were able to find ways to get the victory. So, um, you know, if Minnesota wins this, I guess you would have to start, you know, sort of taking them seriously. Here's our last one before the locks. It's – or it uh, follows – 
College Game Day, Ohio State at Nebraska. ESPN's going to Lincoln Saturday morning. The Buckeyes are favored by 17 and a half. Uh, the, they have won their last three games by an average of 51. They have been brutalized. But, you know, Brutus Buckeye has brutalized these rum-dums they've played. <laughs> but uh, it's, you know, it, it looks like another really good Ohio State team. They're playing defense. I mean, I don't care who they've played. They've just silenced their opponents. The Huskers coming off a 42-38 to win at Illinois, sort of a great escape there. Can Nebraska cover in this thing? Well, We're not saying they're going to win. You know, I think that one of the reasons Nebraska had such a going into the season, why people were high on them, obviously have a good quarterback. But uh, the other reason I feel is because they played that five-point game, game to Ohio State last year at Ohio State, and that sort of thought made people think, well, this could be a pretty good team going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel that was one of the keys. And um, I think so far this year uh, on this podcast, I've picked Nebraska to cover every game um, and. They haven't necessarily, but I think I've picked them to cover every game. Uh, this one, no, no. They're one and three against this Brad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but this game, no, I'm not going with Nebraska. I'm almost going to say you could probably add another 17.5 wow. points to that spread. So uh, it's going to be a disaster <laughs> over there. <laughs> it's going to be a real disaster. Well, I disagree. <laughs> I I think that first of all, teams are different on the road. Ohio State's not going to be that killing machine that they were in the horseshoe against Miami, Ohio and Florida Atlantic and Indiana. Yeah. Uh, I also think the atmosphere is going to be fantastic. So that's worth a point or two. And Nebraska's got an offense. So I I think at that 17 and a half is probably right. You know, a bullseye, (laughs) give or take a field goal. But I'm going to go with the Huskers. Well, that's I, you know, I'm it's thinking, very brave, uh, and it also doesn't have money behind it. I know. It. I mean, it could be an interesting <laughs> game. In Nebraska, like I said, they played pretty well against Ohio State last year, and they may be pretty inspired to come into this thing. Of course, their fans are going to be wild and crazy. They're going to be holding uh, red balloons, I think, for a long time during that game. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think this Ohio State. I don't know how they're going to stop Ohio State, (laughs) but if they just do a couple times, yeah, you know, you you could have, you could have a 52 to 38 or something like that. It could, they could uh, come on surprise people. You hit a couple of, you know, something big play to start the game. You know, if some kid drops, uh, a wide open pass for Ohio State. Boom! You're, there's your cover. Yep. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> well, okay. We've been calling these the locks of the week, and it's been a big lie until last week. We both hit our locks of the yeah. week. You had what? I had uh, Syracuse uh, beating Western Michigan. I think it was three point five or four points at the time, and uh, they end up clobbering them i think by 20 points oh so a great pick yeah, yeah. so it, ended, great. it was a lock it was well for, for a little while there though uh even into the third quarter uh, uh western michigan was almost tied or making a comeback against them so i was a little worried and then they just oh, ran away with it towards the end, you so. knew it was your lock <laughs> yeah it was my luck it was my luck so yeah so i won a couple of these locks and i think what's happening is we just needed to see what kind of teams we were dealing with this season to is that it? True locks, yeah. So now we're, we're a little more familiar with it. And, oh, yeah. Okay, now we've got a bank <laughs> yeah, of data to yeah. work with. I mean, I, I had a lock the first week, and then neither of us did until last week, and now we both hit our yeah. locks on the same week. 
you know, that's, that's pretty strong. Right now, there, I, I took Notre Dame against Georgia last week, and I think 14 points, and you, you strongly doubted that. Yeah, I was – I don't know. I just I didn't know what kind of team Notre Dame really had this year. I wasn't yeah. – Well, I had a bank of data that I was working yeah. with for the first time. And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with my lock this week. I am actually uh, picking uh, Auburn to beat Mississippi State by 11 points. Um, it's at Auburn. Auburn's been one of the more impressive teams this year. They're, they're good. Um, if you were able to, which we're not, if we were able to bet on Heisman Trophy winners uh, going into the season, one of my uh, long shots was going to be Bo Nix. Um, um, I think he's going to be pretty good in the long run for Auburn. He's got the best name. Yeah, that's a pretty cool name, right? Yeah. So, you know, you know when you can sounds spell like your... <laughs> he should be fronting a band. <laughs> we can spell your name on one hand, basically with five letters. You're doing pretty good. Do you, yeah. Did you ever hear of Dan Hicks and the Hot Licks? Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, great name. Oh, Dan Hicks and the Hot Licks. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm gonna. Right. So Auburn. That, that's I think that's that's it sounds like a good one. Yeah. They do look good. Yeah, they've been looking Mississippi good. State's not the team that played Iowa last right, year. Right, right. They're not. And How could they be? They lost three <laughs> first-rounders on defense. Gosh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that, uh, dude. I'm still amazed Iowa won that game. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty good. Yeah, I think Iowa was amazed by it. <laughs> Sincerely. I mean, they did what they had to do, and they did some very smart coaching and made some plays in the second half, but... I think if they played that game ten times, Mississippi State yeah. would have won eight. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty impressive to get that victory, and I think uh, Mississippi State was shocked more than anybody that they lost that game. My lock might surprise you; wouldn't be the first time. I'm taking Northwestern in the twenty-four and a half at Wisconsin. Huh. Okay. Uh, and it flies in the face of what's happened this year. Obviously, the Wildcats are zero and three against the spread. Wisconsin's three and zero. If you you're betting Wisconsin every week and and letting it ride you are you know you're in clover right <laughs> yeah. now man they're just easily covering yeah. these games they look ferocious northwestern got staggered last week against michigan state but i'm gonna go on history here uh the wildcats have covered four of the last five against the badgers and they beat them three times when they were underdogs now i'm not saying they're gonna win saturday i can't see it but 24 and a half points a program that's clearly comfortable playing against Wisconsin. I there's I just say it's a lot of points, and I'm gonna go with Northwestern. Yeah, that's good. I would like to see Wisconsin at least be somewhat vulnerable, um, you know, <laughs> and not cover a game. Uh, that'd be pretty good. Maybe Northwestern scores a couple of touchdowns would be even better. So boy, that thing with Michigan, I didn't get to see a whole lot of it, but. What I saw was kind of hide your eyes. Michigan yeah. looks like – it would look like boys against men. <laughs> it was. I mean, yeah, that offensive line was pushing them around. I mean, it was ridiculous. So That, that they went for it on four, early in the game on fourth down in their own territory. What a statement. It's like we know we're going to get the first down. It, this wasn't – we're not gambling. Yeah. We know we're going to. Yeah. So that's why I think, uh, you know, Wisconsin looking so good, that's fine. You know, I think uh, if Iowa – had to play in that against Ohio State, you might be a little worried, but Iowa knows how to play Wisconsin going forward. That'll be an interesting game to talk about in the future. Yeah, that's but November. I want to see, like you said, I want to see Northwestern uh, make Wisconsin look a little bit vulnerable at least. Right now they just look like nobody can stop them. So. Yeah, uh, it's pretty early to say that too. Yeah, and, and it just might be true that Michigan's not any yeah. good. Yeah. But Wisconsin made them look no good. Yeah. You know, so – I almost took 
Michigan and gave 27 and a half against Rutgers just because I think Michigan is in a spot where they have to come out and do something yeah. to take out some aggression. Yeah. But it's so many points. I don't care if it is Rutgers. Yeah, maybe it's they like, can't do it. Right? Yeah, maybe they can't. Yeah. One of those two teams after that game, I think, might as well just say, we're done this year. <laughs> you know, if I mean, if Rutgers loses by 50 <laughs> – What's the point? Yeah. What is the point of going on? And if, if Michigan stumbles and, you know, looks yeah. bad, in, they're, they're going to win. Yeah. But if, if after that game you say, well, they're still not any good, you know, then I think people start writing these stories about where's Harbaugh going to go next year. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it'll be good. It'll, it's it's going to be a fun weekend of football, I think, going forward. So. We've got a lot next week. Iowa and Michigan. So we'll stop and it I'll, here. And I'll have uh, cleared my kidney stone by that point. So Yeah, well, I'll, I can say that I sympathize. I've been there, and I wish you all the best and a speedy recovery. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to need it. It's starting yeah. to get pretty bad now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, and thanks to Elite Sportsbook for sponsoring this podcast, and we will join you again here next week. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.